Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 4 of Soul Food where we're looking at the relationship between the words that you say and the effect on the heart and the effect on society as a whole and how our words are weighed for us and uh, influence our state in the hereafter and our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So in this episode we'll look at the effect of words between the individual and society, between yourself and society as a whole and the importance of recognizing that your words are being recorded. And then lastly, we'll look at the fruits of beautiful speech. We'll look at how beautiful speech bears fruit. So uh, last episode, we talked about the effect of the tongue on the heart and that there, the tongue is a translator of the heart and that there is a very real effect on the way that uh, your tongue and your speech affects the state of your heart. Uh, Sayyidatna Umm Sulaym, one of the companions of the Prophet, may God be well pleased with her. She was the mother of Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik, who's one of the well-known companions of the Prophet. She would teach him from a very young age to remember Allah. She would always tell him, you know, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. You know, say after me, I bear witness that there is no God but God and that Muhammad is the messenger of God. And she would get him from a very young age accustomed to beautiful words and not just beautiful words, but words that have deep reality and meanings and consequence in the hereafter. And there's a lesson in that because even between ourselves, yourself and society, whether you are interacting with your parents or whether you're a parent interacting with your children or family members or friends, is that we mimic what we see. And children especially mimic what they see other people doing and that the what we say and our words have an impact and have kind of a chain reaction within society. And we talked about last time how the Qur'an tells us to speak with beauty. And when we speak with beauty and we practice that in our lives and we're committed to that and we teach it to our children, then that becomes something that spreads in society. And we also, in addition to that, the opposite end of that, that we have to protect ourselves and our children from foul speech, from the kind of, of talking or the kinds of words that really are harmful or vile. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, when you come across people who speak with scorn about our revelations, people who are kind of, you know, mocking or scornfully speaking about the Qur'an or about revelation or about God, that Allah says, turn away from them until they move on to another topic. In other words, don't sit with them while they are speaking in a way that is vile and foul. That turn away from them and don't allow yourself to even hear those words that will have an impact on your heart. And in another verse, Allah says, do not sit with them unless they start to talk of other things or else you yourselves will be like them. That if you sit with people and you expose yourself to words that are uh, negative, that you will actually be 
taking part in that speech, even if it's just uh, as someone who's receiving it and and not uh, not protesting that kind of talk. And the scary thing is, is that this applies to physical company or even virtual company or music. If it's something that you shouldn't say, that you would be held accountable or it would be sinful to say, then it's something that you shouldn't be listening to either. Right? And a lot of people become desensitized. What's the big deal? You know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not saying it. Or, you know, it's just kind of like a figure of speech or it's just kind of the culture of the, the time. It's not, it's not, you know, uh, something to get that worked up about. But that's the problem is that we become desensitized to these things when we allow ourselves to listen to them and that it has a serious effect on the heart and blinds us from the noble purpose for which you were created. And you have to protect and nurture your heart through the, the inroads of your eyes and your ears and your tongue and what you allow to, to come into your heart. And this brings us to the next point is that it's very important for someone who's seeking nearness to Allah and someone who's seeking this this spiritual path and nurturing uh, and nourishing their heart that you recognize that your words are being recorded and that one day you will stand before God, the Lord of majesty and might, and that you will speak to him with the tongue that he has given you. And when a person says a lot of evil and foul things in this world, then they become of a category of people who are not worthy of even being addressed by Allah. And being addressed by God, even though it's a very heavy and awe-inspiring meeting with your Lord, that it's also something of immense beauty and to be able to experience the address directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if a person uses their words and uses their tongue in the wrong way, then they won't be addressed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَا يُكَلِّمُهُمُ اللَّهُ وَلَا يَنْظُرُ إِلَيْهِمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِّيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ That God will neither speak to them nor look at them on the day of resurrection. He will not cleanse them of their sins and an agonizing torment awaits them. This is for people who haven't prepared for that address, who haven't put themselves uh, in a, haven't sought to be worthy rather of standing before Allah and being addressed by him. So you have to prepare yourself for that moment where you're going to be speaking to Allah based on the state that you were living in in this world. And you see people like Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, may God be well pleased with him, who was reared at the hands of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, that he was so careful about saying things without thinking about it first that he would put a stone in his mouth that he would put a stone in his mouth just to give him pause before he said something without thinking about it. He never wanted to say anything that was displeasing to Allah. And he was so careful about that. And we have to be the same. It's not that you have to put a stone in your mouth necessarily, but it should teach us to reflect upon really thinking twice and thinking deeply about what we're saying before we say it because there's consequences. And think about it also this way. If you knew that you were being recorded by an audio device, someone said this conversation is being recorded, you'd be very careful. You know that your words would be, you know, analyzed and maybe even used against you. Or what do you mean by this? Or what do you mean by that? But you said that, right? And you just start to realize, okay, now I have to be really careful. 
And, you know, people, when they know that they're going for an interview or that they're going to be uh, recorded, that they'll write down everything that they're going to say just so that they don't say something off topic or something inaccurate. And this is how careful we become when there's like a worldly, technological, mechanical advice recording us. So what about when the angels are recording us? Or what about the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees us at every moment? And Habib Ramar says in this book, The Kingdom of the Heart and Limbs, he said, whoever speaks a lot without thinking, his mistakes will be plenty. And whoever's mistakes are plenty, his sins are plenty. And whoever's sins are plenty, their destination will be the fire. So for that reason, it's incumbent that you choose the best words that affect the heart in a positive way. So you have to start from the very beginning of being careful about the words that you choose and speaking with beauty and speaking in a way that's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what are the fruits of beautiful speech? Is that it affects ourselves, our state with Allah but it also affects our families, our children, and society. And that it raises the bar of the standard of what we expose ourselves to and what we speak about uh, as, as a civilization, as a community, as a whole. So we should make sure that we, uh, that we bind ourselves to using our words and our tongues to recite the Qur'an. This is the month of the Qur'an. To recall the life and qualities of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to tell our children and in each other the stories of other prophets and righteous people throughout time that is mentioned in the that are mentioned in the Quran much of the Quran is about their stories to use our tongue to remember Allah the glorious and majestic and Allah says men and women who remember God often God has prepared forgiveness and a rich reward for them and to use our words for all other good things in life and if you don't fill your time with good things, if you don't uh, fill your life with good things and you don't uh, schedule them in and you don't plan them into your life, then your nafs will fill it with bad things. The shaitan will find a lot of ways to waste your time in bad things or at the very least useless things, right? So you have to fill it with your words, with beautiful speech, with uh, uh, you know, reminding people in a beautiful way, with the recitation of Quran, with dhikr, with reaching out and uh, uh, talking to people in the most beautiful ways. So you have to do that so that you don't leave a lot of empty time that can be misused or that can be used against you. Uh, and that brings us to the call to action. Right, the call to action is to be like Um Sulaim. Is that for yourself or for your children? Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So just today, very easily, it'll take you probably two to three minutes. Say, La ilaha illallah a hundred times. Just use your tongue, use your words, fill your time with the remembrance of Allah. If you're commuting, if you're walking, or if you're, you know, cooking iftar, or you're just, you know, you have some free time in between things, fill it with the remembrance of Allah. And something that you can do is just say, La ilaha illallah. 100 times and try to make sure that your heart is present in that remembrance that you're remembering Allah and that you're using your tongue uh, uh, to you know invoke his majesty and his greatness and this ultimate reality we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes his people of beautiful speech and beautiful words and that our words are recorded in our favor and that they're not recorded against us and that we be uh, means by which 
we spread beautiful words and beauty in our families, with our children, and in society. Uh, thank you once again for listening. And you can uh, listen in, tune in on soulfood.fm or sign up for our newsletter, our email uh, uh, updates. Or you can follow us on and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud or Facebook and Twitter, the whole, the whole kind of social media uh, uh, you know, ways of following one another. Please remember us in your du'as and uh, pray for us and pray for the entire team. There's a lot of uh, people, Shahriyar Jilani, who... Uh, edits and and who assists in a very uh, behind the scenes kind of way, but he's very uh, he's very central uh, to the Soul Food podcast and to the work that we do. So please remember him in your prayers and all of us and our families. May Allah bless you all and keep you well. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.